The Holy Spirit is always moving and active, but often we forget to be open to the promptings that the Holy Spirit gives. Lent is the perfect time to be more open to where the Holy Spirit is guiding us. This is Sarah Kinsey with Mater Day Radio, and joining me today to reflect on the action of the Holy Spirit is Sarah Montague. She is the Discipleship Coordinator at St. Rose of Lima Catholic Church here in Portland. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. Thank you for having me, Sarah. You shared with me before we started recording about your new job at St. Rose as the Discipleship Coordinator and that the Holy Spirit really worked in a very powerful and intentional way in your life in order for you to now be in this in this new role. Can you share about that journey for you? Thank you for asking that question. Um, it's something I've been reflecting on a lot, especially as we're in Lent now, as you mentioned. This last year for me has been a year of a lot of change, a lot of big leaps um, mm-hmm. of faith with the Lord. And one thing I can firmly say looking back is, that I know with certainty that this year, more than any year in my life, um, which I just turned 31, so 31 short years, um, <laughs> this is the year that I know that I've walked in the Lord's will the most. Wow. Um, and it's also been a year of, like I said, a lot of change, a lot of turbulence. So to bring it back to St. Rose, in the summer, I actually discerned out of religious life. I was with an order here in Portland, a beautiful order of sisters. And after leaving the order, you know, as a time of change, there's a lot of questions, a lot of wanting to take things into your own hands and and, and make decisions moving forward. And um, I did do that for a couple of of months of just figuring out, you know, what is, what do I want to do for work? What do I want to go into? Um, I knew that I had a love for ministry and I already had some groups that I was volunteering my time with. Um, And so I I really did a lot of tug of war with the Lord on whether Mm. I would work in ministry and actually pursue a job in ministry. Um, Had a lot of hesitations. And he made it extremely clear to me that that is where he wanted me. In about October, I I received a phone call out of the blue, which I thought was spam. And I almost ignored it (laughs) like I do with most of my calls. And I'm so glad I answered it. I felt inspired to pull over and answer my phone. Yes, I pulled over. Wow, you're safe. I'm safe, yes. (laughs) Um, And it was Father Matt Libra from St. Rose of Lima. Oh, my gosh. He called me. I had never met him, never talked to him on the phone before. And he said, Sarah, I have an idea and um, I want you to be a part of it. And so that's where the conversation started. And as you said, Sarah, my, my title is Discipleship Coordinator, which is, you know, really a mix of a lot of things. And I'm only a couple of months in, so it's mm-hmm. definitely a role that uh, defining it is in process. But the vision of my role is to take on a mission to rebuild the people of St. Rose of Lima in faith and to foster an encounter and an abiding friendship with Jesus Christ. Mm. Um, and so that's what I really come back to with this role and really glad that the Holy Spirit has guided me here. Wow. And so, yeah, sometimes the Holy Spirit does something so unexpected that we're not even looking for. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. And he loves to create new things, too. I think that Mm -hmm. that was I was looking at some roles that I I already knew about. And Mm -hmm. um, this role, honestly, was a complete as Father Matt called it, an adventurous role. It it was something (laughs) totally new that he wanted to to create and to to run with uh, inspiration from the Holy Spirit to him as well. Yeah. And the Holy Spirit, you know, presents that opportunity for us, but we also have to say yes. And that's, I think that can be scary for a lot of people if something new comes up and obviously with anything you have to pray about it, discern it. But a lot of times he is calling us to say yes. And that's scary though. I mean, it's, it's something new. Like you said, it's not a position that you, you know, knew a lot about or you hadn't been to the parish, right? Yeah. I'd actually, that's a great question. I had been to the parish one time. Okay. Uh, so I wow. had never met Father Matt completely. 
completely new parish family. And that was actually a, a big fear that I had. Actually walking into my my interviews, I, I had this concern that I wouldn't be invested in this parish that I didn't know. Like I wasn't a longtime parishioner. I didn't know a lot of the families. I didn't know the staff. Mm-hmm. And St. Rose is a very multi-generational parish. There are so many families that have known each other for a long time. It's wow. It's so warm. It's such a warm environment. And I could have stayed in that interview for hours. I wow. went straight to the chapel after and I was said, Lord, you have invested my heart here. Like, I just want to continue to brainstorm and to, to be in this conversation with Father Matt and our other staff members. Mm. And it was very clear to me that he was giving me his heart and his love and his intention for St. Rose. And that was really confirming, brought me a wow. lot of peace. Oh, that's just beautiful. I am speaking this morning with Sarah Montague. She is the discipleship coordinator at St. Rose of Lima Catholic Church. Now, Sarah, as you have been in this role at St. Rose now and took a big leap and uh, really felt that the Lord was calling you there, what are some of the things that you see happening at St. Rose, especially where you see the Holy Spirit really being active? I will say since I began at St. Rose, and I mean, it's not just with me. I'm sure this has been happening for many, many months before I, mm. before I got to come and start working with St. Rose. I see the Holy Spirit at work there in a very literal way. We have some different things happening, different motions. Um, one of them being our Wednesday night adoration, which we had Daniel here last week sharing about, and I'll share some information about today. Sure. Um, but yeah, just really bringing St. Rose back to the basics. Um, we have a really, really strong core group there. A lot of core families who like I mentioned have been there for multiple generations are, mm-hmm. are really invested. And St. Rose is really a, a parish that is um, familial. I, mm-hmm. I was sharing with somebody last night, actually, and that was the word that kept coming to mind is this familial and warm atmosphere. And I really feel like the Holy Spirit is transforming that parish. Um, wow. And I feel like the Lord really wants to do something new there. There's a lot of space for for change and mm. for intentional ministry, intentional pastoring. And Father Matt has actually gone for a couple months doing some retreat. He was in Lourdes for a little bit. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. So he's coming back in, in early April and it'll be beautiful to see what the Holy Spirit inspires in him as well. Oh, yeah. that's just great. Well, can you share a little bit just about the adoration nights that everyone is welcome to? They happen every week. Yes, absolutely. I am a huge proponent of... Adoration as frequently as you can make it. The Lord is waiting there for each of us. He's made that very clear to me every time Mm. that I walk into a moment of adoration. So we have adoration twice a week, Friday nights, which is more of a personal adoration. It's Mm -hmm. more quiet. It's from 7 to 9 p.m. Right now during Lent, we are starting that with Stations of the Cross at 7. But our Wednesday night especially is a really, really great time to come, to be filled, to have quiet time with the Lord. We have Daniel Oberuder, who is the lead singer from The Thirsting, who does beautiful praise and worship music. He leaves moments for silence, which is really nice. But there's also just a lovely background musical feeling, which really just fosters a, a space for prayer and a space for the Holy Spirit to be present. And one thing as a benefit that we have during Lent specifically is we do have at least one, if not two, confessors every week. Oh, this great. Week, we actually have two. Awesome. Um, so if you're looking to get into <laughs> confession, haven't been able to make it over yet, 6 to 7 p.m. this Wednesday would be a great time for you to come. I hope to make it over myself one of these days. I, I know how powerful that time of prayer prayer and singing and silence can be. And um, as a musician, sometimes I like to just go and and pray myself. So hopefully I can maybe come over. Sarah, as we've been talking about this idea of the Holy Spirit, I know we're all figuring this out as we go, but if you're feeling like a tug in some Mm -hmm. way, that maybe God's calling you to to change something in your life, especially during Lent or to take on a new adventure, what's some advice you would give to someone that maybe just is trying to figure that out? 
That is a wonderful question and something I'm going through this Lent as well. The first word that pops into my mind is trust Mm. and trust and relationship go hand in hand. And we can't have relationship with the Lord unless we know him, which starts by being in front of him, Mm. um, which I'm not trying to plug our adoration again, (laughs) but I really do think that time with him is the most important thing we can do for our faith life and to grow in that friendship and relationship with the Lord. And again, this is something that I am 100% working on, trying to to have as much time with him as I can and, and grow in that trust and authenticity. One thing that my my spiritual mentor has been helping me through this Lent is making my prayer times one where I start by really examining my own heart and mm. trying to connect my heart to the heart of Jesus for the first minute or two of my prayer. Um, wow. And that really allows you to, to be united to him and to grow in that trust um, in a more authentic way. That's great advice. And I obviously, I know sometimes we can't do that every day, but even even finding that prayer time and like you said, connecting your heart to the heart of Jesus, whether you can be in front of him or not. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely something if you're able to do it in your home and, and carve out a space. I live in a, a neighborhood that has a lot of trees and a lot of walking pathways. Mm. And sometimes just getting outside too for a second is, is such a great way to, to connect with him and to, to find silence. I think there's a lot of beauty, especially in Lent, making space to hear the Lord. And a lot of that is by cutting out the noise. Mm. Um, you know, for a lot of people, that's social media music, whatever, you know, sure. whatever your Lenten uh, resolutions are. But yeah, just making that space and silence for him. That's great advice. Thank you. Sarah, how do people find out more about this Wednesday Adoration Night? Yeah, there's a couple different ways to get a hold of us. Um, of course, if you come by, you can speak to somebody in the parish office. But our two routes, more um, on the social media front, we do have a text to join or text opt-in uh, for our Wednesday night specifically. And that is by texting Adore PDX to 84576. Again, that's Adore PDX to 84576. We also do have an Instagram that is St. Rose PDX. So if you have any questions or just want to keep up with the local happenings, that's a great way to do it. I will say our Wednesday nights, it is a night that we're really trying to carve out for this adoration. But as the weather gets a bit warmer, we do like to do different community events. Last summer we did Wednesday adoration and then we would take it outside for a barbecue and for an episode of The Chosen. So add that to your awesome. calendars. We'll, as the weather warms up, we'll be, be doing that. Well, we will be praying for you, for everyone at St. Rose and for everyone that comes to these events. And thank you so much for your time this morning. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you for having me.